Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, it's your girl V Henny, man, you already know the vibes, welcome to the artistry where we talk shit about music, entertainment, and the everyday struggles, and you know how we do, man, we always have a dope guest in the building, we have singer, songwriter, content creator, she raps CT, make some noise for Nova, big step up, bum, 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 bum. I don't have the budget, so Yo, that, gotta, yeah, so that intro was clean, though. thank you, thank that you, was clean. I, I worked really hard on that intro, no, nah, I could tell, that was smooth, <laughs> no, nah, thank you thank for having me, though, thank you for being here, man, um, I, I want to say, you know, I'm grateful that you're here, you, you took the time, I know you're a busy person, so we're, you know, we're gonna get to a lot of things, um, before anything, I want to say congratulations to you, we have hey. some, you know, like some, this is sparkling water, sparkling water, guys, <laughs> <laughs> don't be thinking that's cerveza this, or something, <laughs> you know, but congratulations on everything you have accomplished, Thank you know, you. Um, I know obstacles are always in the way whenever you're chasing your goals and you're doing it so this is for you right now thank you i appreciate that for real yeah definitely likewise because same you in the same kind of industry thank you thank Mm -hmm. you you started taking it seriously in 2019 yeah yes so i want to know because people you know taking it serious that's a big step and i say this because i used to be an artist so i know what it is when you're taking it as a hobby and then you're making those serious, you know, you're taking that serious step. So what inspired you to make that step and be like, I, I want to be this music, this recording artist? Really, my fiance, Stephanie. Okay. So like, <clears throat> like I, I always sing and stuff like that. And like, I, the goal was to always be a musician. Okay. But the legwork wasn't there. Like, I wasn't worried. Like, I was like, yo, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be an artist. And everybody's like, all right, that's cool. But, like, where's the music? Right. But it's just, I always just was prophesying and saying it. But it wasn't until, like you said, 2019 that, like, I kind of had, like, a realization. Like, I was playing a whole bunch of Fortnite. I was Mm. in the crib, like, just going to my job and coming back home. And just, I wasn't focused on the music at all. Right. And I kind of got comfortable. It was actually kind of scary to think about how comfortable I got. I had graduated college got like a job that was paying me I and I was like yo man I'm I'm straight I was content and it's a scary place to be and so you know she used to be like hinting at stuff like yo like yo if you want to be a gamer I'm gonna support that too but like you told me you want to do the music so like what we doing and it was just one day like it just kind of just was clicking because she's like yo like with more on for her voice this time, like, yo, what are we doing? Mm. Like, do you still want to do this or not? Because if not, then we just don't do it. But I need to know where your head is at. And I'm like, damn, like, it's like it was, it was an epiphany I had in that moment. I'm like, damn, I, I do want to do music. Like, okay. I got to start working. And then from that point, um, I, that's when I dropped Nova King, the EP. Like, mm-hmm. shortly after that, like, I started, like, I just locked in and started, like, creating. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really what inspired me to get back into it. You know what's dope about that is that people don't realize the support you have from your wife, right? One of the hardest things when becoming a musician or just... When you're taking a, a like a goal serious, you know, is the support system oh, yeah. either yes or no? Yeah. It's black and white. Literally, it is. It's it either is. you want this or you don't. Everything else is an excuse. Yes. And you and you and you made that decision, you know. And I know, like in this transition from 2019, making it serious, I'm sure there was many discouragement within this process. Did you get discouraged? <clears throat> Not really, like to the point where I was like, "This isn't for me," because. Okay. Like, I've been saying this is what I wanted to do since I was young. And I've always been, like, a real, like, delusional person. Okay. Like, whatever it is that I say I want to do, no matter how, like, crazy it seems, like, I always knew that I was, it was going to happen somehow. I just didn't know how. But there's obviously been times where, like, um, 
I've it's been tested like my right. my faith in like how quickly it can happen I guess you could say gotcha. like there's been times like I'm trying to think of a exact time like when I think it was really like the support that I wasn't getting that I think that I was kind of focusing on that too much at gotcha. one point okay and I think that can really like mess with an artist to the point where it it's really not important to focus on like the support you're not getting because mm-hmm. there's a, I got a lot of support when I first dropped my first tape so right. that was really good because you know usually when you put something out it's like nobody's listening it's, it's like, damn but I got a lot of love on it That's so I, didn't, I don't think I ever really had a point where I was like discouraged like really to the point where I'm like yo this isn't working got you that's a beautiful thing that you got the support. Yeah. You understand? Like, again, so it was it that you got the support because you did a proper rollout? Because, again, as a new artist, sometimes you don't, like, you don't know the steps, what it is to have the marketing behind you, the yeah. promotions. Like, a lot of artists think, like, it's just, this is an easy task. Yeah. It's easy to be an artist, you know? And it's like, it is, um, it, like, if you want to have it, for, if this is for fun. But yeah. it's not if you want to make this a profession. Correct. So, like, how was your steps when you first dropped that EP that you was able to get the, that support? I At the time, I didn't really have that many followers. Like, nothing really. Like, I didn't okay. even have a proper rollout. I had, it was just me and her in the house. Okay. And I, I really didn't have anything structured. Like, still to this day, I don't... I don't have, like, a super structured rollout okay. plan. Like, and, you know, we can obviously get into that when it comes to other songs. But <clears throat> with the first tape... I just, it was God, I feel like. Because okay. I just always, I this feel like this is my calling. And I think that he was like, let me make this work so you can see, like, okay. that this is what you're supposed to be doing. Because it was, I was getting a lot of love, not from the people I wanted it from, you okay. know what I mean? Not from the closest people to me, but I was getting it from, you know, a bunch of people that didn't know me. Right. So it was it was good for me, honestly. Did you used to write beforehand? Because you said, obviously, you said you had fun and stuff like that. But it yeah, was just, like, yeah. so you've written songs. And yeah. It was just... Have you ever released? Now where you're at now, did you ever release anything old? Like <laughs> yeah, I had I had a song that I had on YouTube. I just had him take it down because it was cringy. Okay. But yeah, I had something. What song that was I, that? It was it was some rapping, and I was talking about money and saying that I'm getting to the bag, and I really was broke at the time, and it was just some corny stuff. Like it okay. wasn't. I got yeah, you. it was super corny. But yeah, no, nah, I I was writing songs and stuff back then. Okay, I wasn't really releasing too much. Like I just kind of had stuff in the chamber. But I was doing um a lot of. Uh, freestyles on my page like a lot of like going off of old school beats and right. like, that's really how I kind of like got my name up before dropping the tape too is cause I started doing that first Gotcha. so I just started like you know remixing like doing like uh, big pun beats and Dope. quiet storm and you know like yeah. the old school like just going over those beats and putting my own twist to it and that's really kind of like where I started speaking of names <clears throat> yo word on the street is people pressed you not that they pressed me like in person, like, yo, what's up? You a okay, big step? Okay. It was, it's more like on the internet, like cornballs, like, yo, you big step. What you mean, big step? What you, what you doing? How you get that name? Like, people that's like, that's weird. I guess I don't know if they're associated with right, what's right. going on, but like that kind of press, not like gotcha. in my face pressing me, but asking me questions like, yo, we big, you big step? Like, how so? Like, type, what you mm. do for that name? I'm like, man. I'm just saying everything I do, I do big. Like, we right, take, right, there's right. so many words. with We got there, 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 and there. Like, you can't tell me I can't have another meaning for something. Like, that's that's not how I meant it, though. So you must have came across that interview. I did, I did. <laughs> and that's why I was like, yo, because I found that to be weird energy. And I was just wondering. Like, I thought it was in person, though. Nah. So I would, I would nah. for me, I'm like, I'm like, nah, that's not, that's I not. I like that might have seen, I didn't want people to think that either. When I seen it, I'm like, what if people think that that was, nah, nobody ain't never pressed me. Okay. In person, nah. Do you feel like the internet approached you with that due to the fact of you being an openly gay woman? 
Yeah, but it's, men are super insecure sometimes right. when they see like a woman artist that like other women are attracted to. Like, I think it's kind of like a jealousy that sparks inside of them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say yeah, because it they get they just get insecure. Like they they don't like right. it. they don't like they see a female that's like really spitting for real for real, and I think that they just. They get a little bit uncomfortable sometimes. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm not in their head. Okay. So I can't tell you why, but I think it probably definitely stemmed from there. Because if I was a guy, they would have never been like, yo, why we, why you right, right, mixed up right. or what? They would have just let it rock. You know what I mean? I know like our lifestyle is accepted, you yeah. know. Um, however, you know, again, you have closed-minded people, you know, and with social media, with real-life situations, do you feel that you are accepted for who you are and what you stand for? Um, I'm down to the image, down to the image, down to your character, your personality. I think by a lot of people, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously there's going to be those people who don't accept it for their own personal reasons. Okay. But like, I feel like I get so much love that people kind of look past my sexual preference, which I think people should do anyway, because I always thought it was a really, really, really weird idea that people are uncomfortable about someone because of what they do in the bedroom. Right. Because when you think about it, the only thing that really like I guess would make you gay is that you're what you're doing in the bedroom so it's like why are you thinking about what I'm doing in the bed when I'm like here fully clothed chilling like it's weird so I think um I, I do feel accepted because I also I think a lot of things are perspective and so I try not to like go into life looking like I'm not going to be accepted for certain things okay so like I'm I don't expect to get hate from it so okay. I really don't like I can't say I don't get it because sometimes you know people got the gay comments and stuff like that but it's and I'm not even speaking about that, right? I, I mean, that too. But I'm also speaking about, like, the music industry. Oh, I thought you, you meant, you know, like... No, no, and it's fine that you oh. say that. That's totally fine, because that's true. That, that too, that I wanted to know that. But I also want to know about the music industry as well, because as a woman, you know, rapper slash singer, you know, songwriter, um, this industry, especially our genre in a sense, yeah. and I know you don't like to put yourself in a box, but, you know, at the end of the day... When it comes to women who do music, they have this whole image that they yeah. want to see from a woman. You know, sex right. sells in a cell, in a yes. cell, you know, in, in, in a way, should I say. But that's all, so I want to know, like, have you encountered anything within that in the industry as well or no? Um, no, because I, well, in the, you're saying in the industry. I'm talking about industry music, yeah. I haven't. Or um, labels or anything like that, like, it, I've, I've had conversations with labels, but we haven't, like, took it to, to that, that next that, step. Okay. So, I'm assuming that if anybody was going to try anything, like, it'd be after that next step. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, when you sign the paper, it's like, all right, cool. Can you, like, put a dress on? <laughs> so, I haven't... That hasn't been... First of all, like, that can't happen. Like, because I'm right. so, like, grounded in who I am. Right, right, and, right. At this point in my life, it's like, you got to take me as I am. So, it's like, I haven't... I haven't came across that. Okay, and you're comfortable in with your skin. I feel like sometimes this industry can be weird. That's why I was. That's why I'm asking yeah, all this. Sure. I see a lot of women in the industry. The women right now are dominating the hip hop world, but yet mm. they still it's sex sells. So yeah. they want to see certain things, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. So I've seen like so many scenarios where I think women sometimes they they're either letting someone get in their head or they're overthinking and mm-hmm. they're not confident enough in who they are because okay. like i've seen a couple like artists that are like i think personally super dope and they don't have to take their clothes off like their music is lit like they're who they are as a person is lit most importantly and um 
I just think sometimes maybe it's pressure. I don't know. Maybe they get in their head or maybe they like to dress that way. I don't know what it is, but it's, I don't think sex always sells. And I'm going to say this, okay. I'm going to say this because I feel like it's an unpopular opinion. And what I mean is like, I've seen a lot of women who maybe they'll take their clothes off and then they'll get so many likes mm-hmm. on Instagram, but it's not translating to the music. So right. is it really selling? You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying? Like, is it really like, are people really like, oh my, she looks so good. Let me go buy her album right now. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I know so what like, you mean. I think like it sells certain things, but I don't, I don't really think it really sells the music too much. Okay. I think it's like so many other factors that come into it. Like, yeah, you gotta have sex appeal, but that comes from within. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Not all, but yeah. a lot of majority wants. You know, they they it's not they need it, but they want the relevancy. When I say sex sells, because it sells some sort of image. Yeah. But does it sell the content? Does it sell the music? It all depends who it is, to be honest. Yeah. So I feel like if you already made it, it can. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you are still up and coming, it's it's going to be a transition for your audience to want to get into your music when they're looking at you in this other, you know, light. Especially like the hip hop R&B where it's going right now with women. Women right now are taking over. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of it. women change their image. And it, it, more power to you. But you like you said, it, it comes from within. Yeah. And I think that's dope that you have that mindset. You know, and continue having that mindset because the more you keep going, you know, you already know the level up is like you got to stay, you know, you got to stay relevant. Do you feel that pressure, especially the fact that you are an influencer, you are a recording artist with a high following? So, like, do you feel like you have a pressure to maintain the authenticity in a sense, the relevancy of who you are? Uh, The relevancy, authenticity, not really because, like, you know, like that's. I'm, I'm always being me, but the relevancy, um, so I used to do this thing where like I would get a buzz with the music uh-huh. or like, you know, anything that I'm posting on my page and then I just fall back in the cut and just not post for mad long. Gotcha. So like, I didn't feel no pressure for a long time, but like now I'm not going to say it's pressure. I'm just aware that I need to be seen for people to, right. you know, they're going to obviously check for me, my core people. Like if I, let's say I fell off the face of the earth for a couple months, like my core people will be like, oh, where she at? But right, right. I do understand like how important it is for me to be seen over and over and over again. So like, it just gives people more opportunities to like realize like, yo, I like her. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cause if I'm posting once and then I'm never posting again, it's like, what if they didn't like that post? Like, right. or that song, like maybe if you post again, you know, just keep going. So yeah, now I'm in a space where like, I understand the importance of relevancy. It's not, I guess I do sometimes feel the pressure to keep the content up. Yeah. But because, like I said now, it's like I got to like stay on in, and now that it's rolling. Yeah, because you're in the space right now. You quit your job, right? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So how, how long have you been um, towards this journey right now like, of being oh, an entrepreneur? Two, I want to say two years. It just made two years the end of okay. last year. Two years, okay. yeah. So how, I feel like the first year is by far one of the hardest. Oh yeah. So how was that transition for you? It was it was tough. It was like um not that it was it's not that it was tough, but I was Ubering. So it's like Okay. I had quit that like my physical job that I was going into and I started like, you know, when you Uber you're an independent contractor, so I started driving people around for some time. So it's like I I was still working in a sense because I was Ubering. But you're still but on your own schedule. On my own schedule. Right, right, which right. Too is challenging too because you realize like when you a lot of people want to be their own boss until that alarm clock goes off in the morning mm-hmm. and you have a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you got a job and they could fire you, you get your ass up. But when there's no one there to fire you, like you be slacking a little bit. But um 
it was, you know what I mean? My kneecaps was hurting from driving around a lot, so it was a little bit, it was tough, <laughs> but I just had like a real positive outlook on it because I knew it could be worse because I was kind of like miserable at my job. Right, so right. when I left, I just was in a more positive headspace because I'm like, it could be worse. So I, I, I looked, it was how I was looking at right, it. Like, right, right, right. It was smooth. And then, you know, the music started, it's, it's paying me now, so. Absolutely, because yeah. you're going. What have you learned so far within the route of you becoming an entrepreneur? Like, what have I learned, like, um... Within yourself? Is it consistency, discipline? Or, like, what's the most important things? Yeah, discipline. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're all going to lack it sometimes. Right. And that's... You, I feel like you got to be disciplined with everything you do in life. Yeah. Because yeah. it's with everything. It's the small things, too, like cleaning your room. It starts there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you're young, it's like you got to get the discipline to do that. Then the, the discipline to get up every day and like at least think about what it is that you're going to do at least plan it because it's not it's not every day that you're going to be like super locked in and super like inspired but i guess the discipline really kicks in when when you're not inspired and you gotta make it happen anyway or when you gotta do the things that you don't want to do like i had to learn how to record myself because i didn't i didn't have the money Mm. for i was about to quit my job and i knew that and i didn't Mm -hmm. have the money for studio sessions i knew i wasn't gonna be able to afford it so i had no choice but to go and buy the equipment and teach myself off of youtube how to record right so those parts you got to be disciplined because it's not it's not fun learning right it's like i basically had to go to school again right so like discipline definitely is the most important thing when it comes to entrepreneurship for sure yeah i agree with that and it's hard (laughs) it's hard to be disciplined of course yeah it is definitely hard now do you make beats no no but is that something you want to learn i do i'm i'm so hands-on i want to do everything i'll be doing too much okay doing too much i want to i want to i just i haven't when I lock in, I lock in. So it's okay. like when I decide to do that, I know I'm going to be so focused that I'm going to like not be able to do everything else. So I haven't made the time for that yet. Gotcha. But that is something I do want to learn. So let me ask you this, right? Because knowing, like listening to your process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have mentioned how you, you took down an old song recently because it was cringy, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but all right. So listening to your old music to where you're at now, where do you see your growth? Um, what is it? I feel like the biggest thing is like my vocabulary. Okay. I've 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 always had like a I don't want to say an extensive vocabulary, but like I, I know some words. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. But like in my songs, like that my, my tape that I released in twenty nineteen, like when I be listening back to some of the songs, they still hit. Like they still fire. But like me personally looking back at it, I'm like, yo, like uh I was kinda cursing a lot. Like I could have replaced those words for some other stuff. So I I like to see the growth in terms of like my vocabulary in the songs. I feel like my structuring got better. Like I learned mm. how to structure a song a little bit better. Okay. A lot bit better. I should, I, it's like night and day. I feel like when I listen to my old right. music now, like I feel like it's all fire still, except that one song I told you I took down. But <laughs> but um, I'm it, I'm you know what I'm saying I'm feeling myself now, so I'm like more okay. in a space. I'm in a super confident space, so I'm able to like make music from that those right. emotions. And two, like with Rock the World, um, it was it's super like it's nothing like i've ever released before like this particular record is was meant like i went into the studio with the mindset that i'm gonna lift people out of dark times with this song like it wasn't about me for the first time you know and i feel like that's one of the things that's been shifting too is that like i was able to go to the studio and say all right i don't i don't i'm not thinking about how this is gonna blow up and i'm gonna be doing this and me 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 it's more like okay people are going to hear this and it's going to change their life so like i never really thought about that stuff you know with my songs that i've been releasing 
How was the today? process for that, for Rock the World? So, um... Creatively, uh, writing, all that. Yeah, I went in the studio and... I, I found the beat and I went in the studio and I'm like, yo, like, this is... This makes me feel something. Like, just the beat alone made me mm-hmm. feel something. So I'm like, I want to... This something's telling me like this just needs to have feeling to it, and then like usually like when I when I love a beat, I get the first couple sentences like immediately first five minutes mm-hmm. like that's how I know if I'm gonna really rock with the beat or not, and it just came to me like I don't wanna waste my life, and I'm like yo this is deep, mm. and I and for the first time I actually like I'm I'm not religious but I'm very spiritual right and so I prayed on it and I was like God like come into this studio session with me and help me say the right things that I need to say this time around right. so that it can lift people up. So that's really what that process was. And I previewed it. Mm. And um, at the time, my page was like super slowing down, like my TikTok and stuff like that. Like the numbers were super decent. I'm like, I'm going to just keep going anyway. And when I previewed this song, all I had done was the part that I previewed. I had the hook and the first two lines of the first verse. That was it. The rest was just instrumental. And I previewed it. And again, I prayed on it. I'm like, God, I know people need to hear this. I know it. So, you know, if I'm right about what I'm saying, let it get out to the people. Right. And that's exactly what it did. That's and cool. and it went viral. And so I'm like, okay, now I'm going to drop it. So right. when you spoke about rollout plans, that was, there was no plan. Like, that was like, God was like, now people need this. Right. I'm like, all right. I didn't, I didn't care because I thought about it. I'm like, yo, damn, if I don't put it out in a certain time, then Spotify, I can't get it on a certain playlist and certain this and that. I was like, you know what? I don't care. People need it. Because people, so many people were like, I need this song like mm-hmm. right now. And so at that point, I went into the studio and I finished it and I put it out like, oh, it was so, it was so quick. Right. Maybe within like a week. It's a dope track. It's doing better than anything I've ever dropped, including Benja Back. I think, again, what makes it dope is the fact that a lot of people can relate to it. This is bigger than you. It is. When did you start realizing this is bigger than me? I always knew it was bigger than me, and I always had Stephanie in my ear telling me it was bigger than me, but I didn't really want to hear it because I'm like, I want to make fun music. Like, right. I didn't want to, not that Rock the World isn't fun, but it's not like Benja Back, you know what right, I mean? Right. And so for so long, I've been fighting with that, but I always, my spirit always told me, like, you have a very powerful voice and you need to sprinkle in there, even if it's not every song, but you need to put something with some real substance in it for the people. And, you know, I dropped Mileage, and Mileage mm-hmm. was also, you know... It's another powerful it's song. It's another powerful yeah. song. So I had I had that record, and then so... But um, this one right now is catching more than Mileage, you would say? Yeah, no, my, yeah, Mileage... Because Mileage is hard, too. Mileage is hard, and Mileage, again, was another one of those ones that I posted up a clip of me singing it, and it went viral, and then people went back to it, because I had already dropped it. And okay. It, it didn't really, like do too well in the first couple months but that's because i wasn't really like promoting it like that and then when i put that post up and it went everybody was like yo this song i needed this this saved me and i'm just like when i seen that i'm like okay that kind of gave me the push to be honest mileage Mm. seeing like that it worked and how many people it affected i'm like okay this is so much bigger than me like what you said and steph always was like you know like i know you're like making these love songs and stuff but like um, people would like to heal if you can, you know, sometimes it, she'd been telling me, <laughs> right, I was just like, right. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Cause my music makes them feel good. They happy. They dancing. She's like, yeah, but you know, it's whenever you're ready, it's bigger than that. And I okay. know God's got a bigger purpose for you, but you know, take your time. And so, yeah, that's when, you know, rock the world was born. Would you say this song or if it's <laughs> not this one, what song took you out of your comfort zone? Um, 
Okay, rock the world for sure because it's like everything right. we just spoke about. But I'm going to say Binge It Back kind of took me out of my comfort zone too when I made it because I made that song with intentions. I'm like, because the hook is super catchy. It's right. like over and over, Binge Binge And usually I don't repeat things that much in my songs. Like I like to like tell a story and also like not be re- redundant. Right, right. So that took me out of my comfort zone because it's like kind of a redundant song, but like a good redundant. It's not annoying, but it's right. like repetitive. But so that took me out of my comfort zone at first when I made Benja Back. Really? Yeah. Cause okay. Because like, it was new for me. It, but what's next with like with when it comes to your music? Because I know you released Rock the World. Like, are you going to plan on putting that on rotation or are you going to continue with singles like what or EP? Like what's what are um, you planning on doing with musically? I was thinking about doing an EP. I've been contemplating it. I have like some stuff lined up that I could like put together for an EP that's like going to be. It would make sense. Okay. But um, I kind of like the single game because right. me personally, I like to feel like all of my songs are the one. Like I'm, like gotcha. I said, I'm, I'm delusional like that. Yeah. Every song I put out, I feel like this is the one. Okay. So for me, when it comes to making a tape, I feel like it's just the songs don't get to get their own attention. Okay. Okay. And so I'm probably going to do the single game for okay. for now. And then, you know, when I do finally do an album, because I haven't done an official album yet. Okay. Mm. I've, Cruise, the, Cruise Control says album, but it's really a mixtape. Right, right, right. You know, because they don't let you put in mixtape. But um, when I do, I want it to be, like, my story. Because, you know, like, everything about just me just being completely transparent. Right. Kind of thing. So, but right now, I'm just rocking with the single. Like, you know when... um. When you have a parent and they got like four or five kids, and you be like, "Yo, which one's your favorite?" And you like, <laughs> they're like, "Ah, yeah, nah, I can't pick one." <laughs> nah, but that's what's up, though. I mean, I think single game is definitely a smart thing to do. Yeah, you know, and it's funny you say there's a lot in your videos. Smart, um, work smart, not harder. You understand? Like working smart, especially in the music industry, because everybody and their mother. Let's keep it a, a stack. Everybody and their mother does music. Yeah, everybody and their mother. <laughs> everybody and, and their yeah. mother. Their grandmother. You understand? Like, they're doing music. The whole family, thanks. <laughs> so, it's like, you have to work smart because, again, we're in an industry where it's oversaturated. Yeah. What I'm loving about your sound is that you have something. Thank you. You know? And you just got to continue pushing. So, when did you start realizing, oh, shit, this is real? Like it's like real as like in like it's moving. Real, like this is moving. Like, yo. Um, bend your back when bend I drop. Oh yeah. Like okay. it was. It like I'm looking at the streams move up every day. Like I'm calculating everything, and like, I go live a lot. So like, when I would go live or like I'd put out certain content and people would be like, oh, I just heard your song and this person's live and I just was at my cousin's house and I heard a car riding by playing and that's like, dang, like it's. It's really moving. The biggest, biggest realization, though, was, like, when I did that show in um, Providence, Rhode Island. Because mm, okay. that was the first time that people in the crowd, other than Steph, my fiance, knew my words. Oh, wow. Because she's always there screaming. So she's right, holding right. it down. And everybody showed me love and stuff. But this was the first time that they were singing it back to me. And if you watch the clips, I'm just like this, cheesing the whole time. Because I'm dope. like, yo, they know my words. like, And I should have known because it had, at the time, it had... Almost a million streams. So obviously people are listening, wow. but to have them in the room singing it back to me, That's, that was when I was like, nah, this is, how we're is doing that feeling? something. It's, you can't describe it. Right. I can't describe it. It's like. And th- was that, that the first time? That Rhode was Island? First, that was the first time. That was the first time. Wow. That was the first time. And then 
when we did the show in Allentown, PA, okay. it was an even bigger crowd. Okay. And then when I watched the footage back, I'm like, when I'm in it, it was it was crazy. But when I watched the footage back and I looked at how many phones was out and I heard the audio, how many people was singing the song, I'm like, yo. That's wild. Yeah. That's an adrenaline right there. Yeah. I, it's like, literally, like, you don't have to do drugs. You can just feel that. Right. Like, it's really, the for me, it's like a high. Like a supernatural high. Right, right, right. Like, really, it's crazy. Like, have you had your own particular show? Like just that like I set up on your own, yeah. Not yet, but I want to do one in New York because that's my biggest stream um, okay. place. So I definitely got to set one up out here, okay, for sure. But I haven't set one up myself. It's just promoters have been booking me in these areas, so that's where I've been going. Right, but right, I'm, I'm gonna right. set something up soon. So New York is one of your your markets. Yeah, it's number and one. The number one. Number one. That's dope. It's number one. That's yeah. and you're from CT. Yeah. Everybody always think you're from New York. Everybody, yeah. Because, you know, my voice is deep, yeah, my yeah. lingo, everybody always think. You got think, that swag, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody be thinking that, I mean, yeah. I feel like CT is like the cousin of New York. We're you know close, we're like, close. Because you're close to the Bronx. Yeah, we're close. Completely different lifestyle, but we're close. Right, Yeah, right. for sure. And originally, you was born in South Carolina. Yeah, Columbia, South Carolina. So how was, I mean, obviously you came out to CT at a young age. Yes, nine. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right, and then just been to CT. How's the music scene out there? I've been, I've done a few shows, like twice out mm-hmm. there in CT. For you, for your experience, how's like the scene out there music? In Connecticut, in general, um, it's a little bit divided because you know you got like Hartford and you got New Haven and you got Bridgeport, right. and I feel like within those places, like people kind of like click up and do their thing. Um, there's definitely some talent out there, like some dope producers, dope artists for sure. I just um. I'm not really part of the scene like that. Like, okay. I don't... It's it's kind of... Like I said, it's kind of broken up. So, it's right. not... It's There's a lot of talent out there. Definitely. Knowing the fact that you are spiritual, I want to know when did you start realizing how important it is to protect your energy? <sighs> Especially with how fast you're growing. Oh. Okay. So, when did I realize how important it was to protect my energy? The moment that I started protecting it. So, like, the moment that I started, like, I, I got to a point in life where I just started kind of looking at things for, like, really what they were. Because sometimes when it comes to, like, family or, like, people super close to us, we kind of ignore the red flags because of we're blood or mm-hmm. how long we knew each other and those kind of things. And so the moment that it kind of was... With, the, with my family, when I had to start cutting certain family members off, I'm like, damn, if I got to do this with my family because it's affecting my energy, and, and the moment I would cut people off, it would be like a big breakthrough would happen. Mm. And to me, that was God speaking to me. And that's God like, listen, because one thing I notice about God is if you have the wrong person around you that the blessings aren't meant for them, it's going to prolong the process because he's going to make sure that this person doesn't, this person can't be a part of this ride. Right. So when you have certain people around you all the time, that are just, you know, maybe wishing bad on you or maybe there's jealousy there. I don't know what it is. But when I started realizing that you got to remove certain people, I started seeing, like I said, like things would just, I'm like, damn. And you start making a correlation like, damn, mm. the moment I, I cut you. And I'm like, okay, so that is super important to protect your energy. And I feel like I learned that early on. Maybe like, it's been like a couple years now. Okay. A couple years. I know you said you you have no issues, you know, with family, but have yeah. you felt, have you caught yourself recently where you're at now where it's like, damn, I really, 
I got to let you go knowing the fact that this was bad for my energy, bad for my soul. Yeah. Yeah. And it hurts. It hurts. You know what I mean? Like, but it, you know, it is what it is. And I, and I don't like to look at it like people are bad people, you know, right, like we'll right. cut people off like, yo, man, that's a bad person. No, nah, like we're just on two different spiritual walks right now. And you're in the space that you're in and I'm in the space that I'm in. And it's just not a, we just not on the same frequency. Like right, we just right. maybe in the future, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe, not that I'm above you or you're below me or the other way around, but maybe, you know, it'll get to a point where we'll meet, you know, but it's, yeah, like it, it hurts, but like you gotta, you yeah, gotta you do gotta what you gotta do. Like your energy is so important and it, cause that's for everything. Right. Partners too, like me and Stephanie, like we, we build each other up all the time. Which is beautiful. So, yeah. So it's like if we was in a situation where it was like toxic and we was tearing each other down, that wouldn't be able to work either. So it's with everybody, like parents your partner your cousins like right, it, right. all of it matters so. what's a misconception people have of you look you know you know like knowing the fact that where you came from how far, like again how rapidly you're you're growing and everything like that that's probably a couple but i probably say like that my life was easy because mm. like why because i smile so much mm. like and it's not because it's fake it's real right, but right it's my perspective. Like I said to you earlier, like I always like look at, like I'll just be looking at things like through another lens. Like I could have stuff blowing up behind me, you know what I'm saying? But right. I'm just like, I'm going to focus on this sunshine over here. So I think that because I'm so goofy and because I'm smiling all the time and my energy is always up, I think people just like don't, they don't, they don't understand. They have no idea. They're probably looking at you like, why are you smiling so hard? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. They they just have no idea. But I've been blessed to be able to smile through it all. You know what I'm saying? So that's I dope. think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Mm. Like, you know. And I mean, this is part no of your idea. story, though, right? Like, yeah. the fact of, like, you, again, nobody knows your story. Right. And, and I feel like, I feel like everyone has a story. Yeah. There's so, there's so many obstacles. And knowing the fact that you're like, yeah, people have this misconception that you had it easy. Yeah. You know, um. If you can, like, give me uh, at least one challenging moment within your life, not only just as an artist, within your life where you was able to overcome and it's taught you a lesson that to this day you carry with you. Oh, it's been so many challenging lessons in my life. So not with the music, just in general. Just in general. Since you've been, you have a story. You've been through a lot. You yeah. Know? I'd, I'd probably say... And I don't want to sound cliche, but I'm going to go back into perspective. Like, it's how you look at things, man. Mm -hmm. Like, because like, all right. So when I made Rock the World, right, when you listen to the lyrics, it's like basically talking about like, no matter what I've been through, I'm not going to let that be an anchor. So it's like, what I've learned is it's either you can take your trauma and the things you've been through in life and you can use it as an excuse to slack or an excuse as to why you're not here or why you're not there and just, you know, use it as a reason to be lazy or you can take what you've been through and you can use it as the building blocks to your character and use it for your story. Right. And I think that's the best way to do it. And that's why I made Rock the World so that people can start. And, and it's been doing what I expected because people are like, Yo, you know what? You're right. Like, everything I've been through, like, it don't matter because I'm here now and all that matters is the present moment. Right. So I feel like just being present and taking everything that I've been through and using it to inspire people and not being ashamed of it is probably the biggest lesson that mm. I've learned. That's what's up. One you're, of them. You're you're very positive. 
And that's a that's an amazing thing. Not all the time. I know that, but you're very positive for the most part. Like, you try to maintain positive for what I'm assuming. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. It hasn't always been that way. I used to be a complainer. Did you? Yeah. Like, I'm still working on it. Like, I used to complain all the time for everything. What was that switch? Really just seeing how much it was, like, affecting Stephanie. Like, I feel like... It's not even that I was complaining about my past. It was, like, that I was complaining about everything. Okay. Like, yo, it's too hot in here. Like, everything was a complaint. Like, yo, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the money to do this. I don't have that, that, that. And I was making so many excuses for myself. And so... When I when I realized was when I seen how much it was affecting her. It's like, yo, man, damn, like, cause she's so solution based that like when you're a complainer, like you can't be around her. Like it's gotcha. it's it's she's so solution based. Like you can't complain about nothing because she's gonna have a solution. Mm, you, you know what I'm saying? Right, and right. When, when you're a complainer, you don't want to hear that. So it came. It got started getting to a point where it's like she just had a solution for every complaint I was doing, and it was just like I felt like it was overbearing for her. So okay. I'm like looking at that, and I'm like, damn, like I gotta I gotta stop complaining as much. And you know, I prayed on it, and I and I just. I focused and I started trying to be more like her and trying to be like, okay, cool. This is a problem, but what's a solution I can have? Or like, how can I look at this in a bright, like in a light and not mm-hmm. look at it as a bad thing? So that's, that's, that's definitely dope. what, yeah, that's definitely what made me, um, stop, try let's, to stop. Complaining. Let's keep it a stack though. Cause my wife is the same way, right? Like yeah. very positive. Yeah. And I you know, I get it. I know what it is. I'm the complainer as well. <laughs> So, so you know time, the Yeah, so I know you, when you just said, like, sometimes they don't want to hear that. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. And it. sometimes you don't want to hear, like, you don't want to hear solutions. that whole giddy. Like, Facts. Like, understand my pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People don't realize, like, everything in, if you look at, so, and it's sad because it's not everything is about social media. But when you mm-hmm. look at people, there's a lot of perceptions. You know, people are smiling, you know, happy couples. But then in real life, it'd be just very different, you know. And again, you're very transparent. You and your wife are very transparent. You know, you have your brands together and separately, you know. And the fact that you can recognize and grow from your lessons, not only to grow for better for yourself, but grow to be a better wife, you know, for her as well, is, is an amazing thing. Thanks. You know, that's Thanks. that's super dope. And I think that's why you keep continue. You're you're continue you're constantly growing and elevating to this person who you are, and not only that, you're inspiring so many people. So continue having that mindset, continue growing, and continue pushing others as well, because a lot of people want to see that change. It's, yeah. you, we're like it's like unfortunately we live somewhat in a negative world in a sense, you know, like you turn on the news, you turn on the TV, whatever, and it's constant negativity. Yeah. The fact that you're doing the opposite. You know, and you're going to have your moments. You're a human being. Of course. But the fact that you're still promoting and pushing the positivity, you you have God within you and you're and you know, you're just staying grounded. Again, it's not easy, but you're doing it. So shout out to you with that. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to you with that. That's dope. Thank you. you. Um, lastly, I wanna know when was the last time you did something for the first time? The last time I did something for the first time. That's such a good question. Damn. Thank you. All right. When was the last time that I did something for the first time? I'm trying not to be boring. Let me think. And it could be anything. Because people, you know, I've heard crazy stories. <laughs> I'm going to drink some right here while you think about this. All right. All right. Last Take time I did something for the first time. Shout out to Bumble. We in the building. Shout out to Bel Air. Hmm.
All right, I'm gonna just do it because it's the only thing I think. I guess make a song like Rock the World. Okay. That's the last time I did something for the first time because, like we said, there's mileage, but like being completely like selfless with the music like that. Okay. Like that was the last time I did something for the for, for the first time, and it's so dope. It is dope. Yeah, I try to think of something fun like skydiving or something like that, but I ain't, and nothing came up. <laughs> I mean, listen, Rock the World, super dope. Those that are watching. Obviously, you gotta, you know, like purchase a stream it, whatever, you know, like run that up. show that, yeah, run it up. Like Please. at the end of the day, is a, it's, it, it is a dope track. I was uh, the way you're pushing it. I would say continue pushing it and show, you know, like again, it's a positive song, you know. So, and I love the fact that, you know, obviously it was, uh, you know, you came out of your comfort zone with it. Yeah, it's dope because it's, Thank you me. know, like not, you know, like it just it shows that other, that other side of your your creativity, you know, like how you can do. Let me ask you this before anything. Um, you written for other people? No. You wouldn't be interested in that? I probably would. It'd have to be like I pro I would. I would. I feel like I would. But the <laughs> it just the numbers gotta be right and it's like the credit gotta be there and it just gotta be the business part of it has to be handled Correct. Yes. correctly. Um and I would like to, if I did it, I would like to like maybe link with the artist and make the song for them. I wouldn't like for it to be something that I made that I love and people's like, oh, we need that for this artist because that's that's. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? When I make something for me, it's for me. But I got a couple throwaways and stuff like that that I know I'm probably never gonna release. And I was thinking, I'm like, yo, people, somebody could crush this. I just it just don't fit me no more. Right, right, right. But I'm not completely opposed to it. I would say look into it. I I'm mean, not opposed I'm to not, it. The only reason why I say that is look at how, um, how um, oh my God, uh, Neil. Neil started as a writer. Mm-hmm. You understand? Um, Carrie Hilson, she was a writer. You know, like. She was a writer? Yeah. I didn't know that. She was, that's how she Carrie got. Hilson is she dope. Was, yeah, she was writing for mad people. Um, then you have, um, you have Matt Dream. Mad like, yeah, 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 like Matt, like there was Matt writers. So, so that's what I'm saying. So like, Sometimes, like, Neo started writing for mad people, and that's how he got his foot in the door, and then eventually he dropped his album. Mm. Um, so, you know, like, I would just say, because you have dope tracks. I, I, Me, I'm big on when it comes to, like, the structure of it, and I'm big on the voice. You have the voice. Obviously, you have the image. You know, like, it's just you got to continue pushing. But because you're, so, you're, you're, you're getting to that place of being selfless and showing people, like, yo, this is deeper than me, I would say also look into the writing. Yeah. Because that's yeah. I can see that working well for you as well. And that's another bag. Yeah. As long, I mean, as long as they they could convey the emotion and it's fire, then we could do it. You could do um reference tracks. That's what Biggie mm. used to do for Lil' Kim. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So he would do, like, he'll record it. And then, like, how he wanted her to say it. Mm. And then that's how she'll, she'll, like, she came out with her, like, her delivery and everything. For the mm. most part, in the beginning, you know, you can always do something like that, but yeah. it, it, it's, it's deeper in this game. But um, definitely, I just want to say thank you for everything, you know, like for being here, for talking with us, you know, chopping you it up. Um, for those that are watching, where can they find you? All that good stuff. Hey, thank you for having me. And yo, uh, and if you're watching this, you can find me everywhere at Nova Big Stepper, N O V A B I G S T E P P A. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I go live a lot on TikTok. So come pop in my live. Come say what's up. Shout outs to the Stepper family, man. I love y'all, man. Y'all know the vibes. Um, you can find me on YouTube. Everywhere is Nova Big Stepper. It's not three words, one word. Nova Big Stepper. 
And um, yeah, like she was saying, man, y'all purchase the music because people don't understand the importance Facts. of spending that 99 cent. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, yo, I can stream the music for free and that's fine. We love that too. But if you got the 99 cent, purchase that thing. Rock the World streaming everywhere right now. If you want a tough time, you need that song. You need that song. Go run that up. Right, that's a fact. Yeah, run it up, bro. Run, run it, it up. up. Yeah, that's a definite fact. There's only nine cent. Come on. Yeah, people spend more money on, on, yeah. <laughs> on other stuff. But listen, guys, there's no reason why you shouldn't be following her or hitting, you know, clicking on her music and everything like that because it will be in the description box below. What you gotta do is click on it. You understand, yo? So y'all already click know the vibes, man. It's your girl V Henny, the artistry, and we out. Rock out with your cocks out. Jam out with your clam out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was dope. <laughs> that was-